Hello everyone, my name is Eric McRae. I am your recovery coach slash encourager. This is Victorious for Life Podcast. The name of this episode is titled Signs of a Lukewarm Christian. Once again, Signs of a Lukewarm Christian. Lord Jesus, I come before you right now. I'm sincerely asking you to please forgive me for my sins, Lord. Please forgive me for the sins that I'm aware of and the sins I'm currently unaware of. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you utilize me, your man's servant, Lord. Help me to decrease so your spirit within me can increase for the sole purpose, Lord Jesus, so you can receive the glory. Help me, Jesus, to encourage your people that's listening to this episode here. Help me to inspire them. Help me to educate them, Lord. Help me to break down the signs of a lukewarm Christian because ignorance is no excuse. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Once again, here on Victorious for Life podcast, the name of this episode is titled Signs of a lukewarm Christian. You have probably become a lukewarm Christian when one or more of the following are evident in your life. Your love and respect for God has started to fade. You have lost your desire to spend time with Him in prayer, in worship, in the Bible, or to serve Him. You claim to be a follower of Jesus, but you live as though you are able to help yourself and do not need God. You attend church, but are content with your current lifestyle and rarely apply what you learn from teaching and preaching. For the most part, you are no longer experiencing the conviction of the Holy Spirit in your heart about areas in your life that are not in line with the word of God. You become distant, overall isolate yourself towards other believers, especially those who are on fire for the Lord. You do not hear the voice of the Holy Spirit any longer. You become increasingly fascinated by the teachings of philosophers of those who debate spiritual matters and are caught up in their viewpoints so much that you don't even consider or study the Bible. You don't even care what the Bible says anymore. These philosophers and false prophets become the foundation of your life choices which are no longer biblical at all. You like to worship mostly for the music, the atmosphere, and the person that's leading the worship service rather than engaging with God and focusing on his overall spirit. You look for reasons why you do not have to go to church on Sundays. You have tried not to, but now feeling largely disconnected from God. Come to think about it, you are actually 100% disconnected from Jesus Christ overall 
completely. The connection is done. It's over. A lukewarm Christian falls away slowly, compromise by compromise. The lukewarm individual do not realize it. In the book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 17, this is the Amplified Bible. It says, because you say, I am rich and have prospered and grown wealthy and have need of nothing. And you do not know that you are rich and miserable and poor and blind and naked without hope and in great. Well, let me read that again. The book of Revelation chapter 3, three verse 17, it says, and once again, this is the Amplified Bible. Because you say I am rich and have prospered and grown wealthy and have need of nothing. And you do not know that you are rich and miserable and poor and blind and naked without hope and in great. Sometimes when we have our needs met, we can fall into the error of thinking we do not need God. This can lead us away from God's truth until eventually we start making small compromises. The reason being a lukewarm Christian is so dangerous. The reason why it's so dangerous is that you grow accustomed to the idea that you should not offend others at all costs. You end up staying neutral instead of speaking God's truth in all circumstances. It is never accepted, it's never acceptable to compromise your faith without realizing it. You are giving the enemy a foothold in your life. When the Holy Spirit then wants to correct or realign you with God's purpose, you will most likely reject that correction. That's, that's, that's deep. A cold Christian usually knows and understands that they have rejected God. But a lukewarm Christian falls away slowly, compromise by compromise. Let me read this again. A cold Christian usually knows and understands that they have rejected God. But a lukewarm Christian falls away slowly, compromise by compromise. They do not realize their complacency. They often want to be a Christian while still enjoying what the world has to offer. Eventually, you may find that you are living completely for yourself, following your own dreams and desires. You may even pursue these as a ministry or convince yourself that what you're doing, you're in ministry, which is not true. Because Jesus Christ is not even a part of the equation. Okay, not from a passion for Christ. Like I mentioned, Jesus, Jesus Christ is not even a part of the equation. So whatever ministry that you claim that you're involved in, it's not coming from the heart. There's no passion behind it. So Jesus Christ is not even, not even um, backing up your passion. But as a fav- favorable thing to do, 
in the eyes of man. So instead of you allowing yourself to be led by Jesus, you are behaving in a way where you want to please man instead of pleasing Jesus, but as a favorable thing to do in the eyes of men. Lukewarm Christians don't really want to be saved from their sins. They want to be saved from the consequences of their sins. This is interesting. I'm going to read this again. Lukewarm Christians don't really want to be saved from their sins. They want to be saved from the consequences of their sins. If that ain't crazy, my name ain't what it is. Jesus said to his disciples in the book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 through 14. Enter by the narrow gates. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. So Jesus warns us. Jesus warned them again in the book of Matthew chapter 7 verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my father in heaven. Complacency and compromise could be the very call. So I'm going to read this again. So Jesus is actually warning people, warns them again. And like I said before, in the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my father in heaven, obviously will have an opportunity to be to actually be rewarded in heaven when you do the will of the father complacency and compromise could be the very cause but there is hope found in revelation chapter 3 verses 18 through 19 i counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich in white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your wickedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eye salve that's s-a-l-v-e that you may see as many as i love i rebuke and chasten therefore be zealous and repent the only way to stop becoming cold towards god is to repent the only way to stop Becoming cold towards God is to repent for your sins. That goes for me and everybody else. Start moving in the opposite direction. Turning your life around. To turn your life around requires that you stop going in one direction and start moving in the opposite direction. It will challenge you on every side. The Holy Spirit will prompt you to give up things you may have become accustomed to. Acknowledge that you need Jesus. Confess your self-sufficiency to him. Humble your heart before him, which is Romans chapter 3, verses 23 
and also Romans chapter 6 verses 23. So once again, confess your self-sufficiency to him. Humble your heart before him. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you a desire to read your Bible again. Also, that he will touch your heart as you read so that the passages will literally come alive in your spirit. Delight yourself in sound biblical teaching. This is coming from Psalms chapter 1 verses 1 through 3. Once again, I'm going to read this again. Delight yourself in sound biblical teaching. Psalms chapter 1 verses 1 through 3. It is important to ask the Lord for his will regarding matters in your life. Pray for his wisdom and counsel to return to your life. This is coming from Proverbs chapter 1, chapter 1, verse 7. Let me read this again. It is important to ask the Lord for his will regarding matters in your life. Pray for his wisdom and counsel to return to your life. Once again, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. Deliberately set time aside to meet with God. Where you can just be quiet, speak to him, and worship him. Ask him to help you love him for who he is, rather than what he can do for you. Although God loves answering our prayers, his greater desire is to have fellowship with us. So I'm going to read this again. Although God loves answering our prayers... His greatest or greater desire is to have fellowship with us. Someone mentioned that when it comes to prayer is a dialogue, not a monologue. So a dialogue is when one or two individuals are having a conversation together. And this is fellowship where we're not just praying to Jesus and we just be done with the conversation and don't allow Jesus to speak to us. No, it doesn't work like that. Jesus wants to have fellowship with us. Ask a friend who has a close walk with God to pray with you once a week, helping you to set your ways right again. Once again, ask a friend who has a close walk with God to pray with you once a week, helping you to set your ways right again. In the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verses 15 through 18, the Amplified Bible. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold, refreshing, nor hot, healing, therapeutic. I wish that you were cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm, meaning spiritually useless, and neither hot or cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth, rejecting you with disgust. Because you say I am rich and have prospered and grown wealthy and have and have need of nothing. And you do not know that you are rich and miserable and poor and blind and naked without hope and in great need I counsel you to buy from me gold that has been heated red hot 
and refined by fire so that you may become truly rich and white clothes representing righteousness to clothe yourself so that the shame of your nakedness would not be seen and healing salve, which is, I could be mispronouncing this, so if I am, I apologize, S-A-L-V-E, to put on your eyes so that you may see. Wow, this is deep. What is the lukewarm Christian warning? What is the lukewarm Christian warning? Revelation chapter 3, verses 14 through 16. Jesus was making a spiritual point, a lukewarm faith is useless. The Christian life is a call to action, but followers of Jesus are distractions. Jesus point out two of these distractions to the church. And what's this? Lutasia? I could be pronouncing this uh, wrong. My apologies. And they are shockingly, shockingly relevant to the Christian church today. So I'm going to read this again. Jesus was making a spiritual point. A lukewarm faith is useless. The Christian life is a call to action. That's what a Christian life is. It is a call to action. But followers of Christ are a distraction. Jesus point out two of these distractions to the church. Okay. And they are shockingly, shockingly, excuse me, relevant to the church, to the Christian church today. So I'm going to read you this poem. And I hope that y'all just really just take time out to look at the message. Because I'm just sitting up here reading my notes. And I want to make sure that I'm reading my notes properly. Jesus was making a... Before I read the poem, let me just go over this again. Jesus was actually making a point that a lukewarm faith is useless. The Christian life is a call to action. People that follow Jesus Christ and they take Jesus Christ seriously and they take Jesus Christ personally. They are serious about their walk of God or they walk with God. Lukewarm Christians, they're going to tend to run away from Christians that are on fire for God. And the reason is, is because they don't want to be reminded that they should be living righteously. They reject the responsibility that comes with being a Christian individual. So I was reading my notes here. And if I said something or misread anything, I sincerely apologize. So I'm going to just get, you know, just ad lib and just just speak from my thought process and not necessarily continue to read from my notes. So I'm going to read this poem that I wrote and I'm going to close this episode. Lukewarm. That's the name of this poem. It's called Lukewarm. If you're lukewarm, will you admit your failure? Will you allow Jesus to change your behavior? Will you admit that your thinking is thinking? Your love for Jesus started to fade. When it comes to Jesus, you have betrayed. One of the reasons you are lukewarm is because you're afraid. Your lukewarm behavior is a cry for help. You have one foot in the church, the other foot in Satan's den. 
When you're lukewarm, you don't even care that you're motivated to sin. You are satisfied with your lifestyle. You stop applying what you learn from teaching and preaching. It's scary. Jesus Christ, you stop seeking. You convince yourself that you don't need God. Truth be told, Jesus needs to spare the rod. Your wicked heart is offensive. When Jesus makes an attempt to correct you, you tend to get defensive. Neither hot or cold, Jesus is beyond tired of your behavior. It's very old. Allow Jesus to take your mind and change. Allow Jesus to take your heart and rearrange so you can once again be hot on fire for Christ. Wow. I want to thank y'all so much for taking time out your day to listen to Victorious for Life podcast. Please just take the time out to allow this episode here to just provide, just provoke thought. Take the time out to question, where are you in your life? This is a like a self-checkpoint, self-examination, which we all need to do at some point in our lives. Because I honestly believe that this past Sunday, I was lukewarm. To be honest with you, I was lukewarm. And I thank the Lord today that I took time out to really correct the errors of my ways by really fasting and taking time out to really apply what I've learned, what I heard from preaching and teaching into my life today, which helped me to make the necessary changes in my life in Jesus name. So anyone that's listening to this episode here on Victorious for Life podcast, whether you honestly believe that you are currently in a lukewarm state or not, just understand this. No one is exempt from ever experiencing becoming lukewarm in their lives. Please don't ever be become arrogant and convince yourself that you can never be affected in this way because it has happened to the best of us. I challenge everyone to take a look within yourself. Even if those that are currently not lukewarm, still look at yourself anyway. Because we all need to do self-evaluation. On that note, I'm going to pray out. Father God, I come before you, Lord Jesus, right now, asking you to once again, please forgive me for my sins, Lord. Please forgive me for the sins that I'm aware of and the sins that I'm currently unaware of. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for allowing me to finish, complete this episode here on Victorious for Life podcast to educate your people, to inspire your people, to provide a thought-provoking message for the listeners, including myself. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless everyone. Thank you all so much, as always, for supporting, listening, and sharing the link, the link on Victorious for Life podcast. God bless you, God bless you, and bless you.